What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Siege Mentality Podcast, episode number 17, previewing week 14 of the NFL, plus talking whatever the hell else we decide we want to talk about. I'm the Siege. (laughs) I still have this stupid cough. I'm going to try to get better at the mute button. Apologies in advance if I suck. Ricky, how are you, buddy? Doing okay. I have uh, asthma, so I definitely know plenty about the mute button. I can't hate on you there. How about Baker Mayfield last week? I feel like we got to start with that one. I don't want to gloat in it too much, but man, was he awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we just have to touch on it. I just yeah, had to bring up the name again. Baker Mayfield. You know, it's funny. My old t- I, When I got old takes exposed, it was Baker Mayfield having a killer first half, too. Um, I think it was a couple years <laughs> ago now. And then he had negative fantasy points in the second half. Um, and it felt like pretty the same game where he throws four touchdowns in the first half and then does absolutely nothing in the second half. And you're like, this is the game I thought I was going to get the whole damn time. <laughs> the good news is if you were anti-Baker Mayfield this week, you're getting another weather game. So that's a lock for Baker Mayfield to do nothing. So if you wanted to go back to that take, this Baker would be Mayfield the week to sucks. do it. I, I am happy to say I, I, I have not <laughs> changed my opinion despite he had one good half against the Titans. The Titans' defense... Every time I trust them to have like basic competence, they just decide not to show up. It's uh, it's happened three times this year, and three times they've had not basic basic competence. So, oh well. Yeah, we've gone in cycles where like Atlanta was the defensive target, Seattle was, and then like now it's Tennessee. And I'm not sure that you know people don't just look at the overall DVOA. And so I've been targeting them every week, but now even in the betting market, we've fallen into the Titans against the Jaguars and it's one of like the few teams where it's like damn it now I don't know what to do because normally oh, I just see, I like, love right. the Jaguars this week from a fantasy perspective at the very least. I mean I I love DJ Chark I already started writing my article I didn't start writing receivers yet uh you you would be so proud of me I already wrote up Christian McCaffrey and then he got ruled out I'm just uh, happy you deserve this you deserve <laughs> this every week your articles do on saturday uh i think it's like an hour before mine or a couple hours before mine on saturday and you start writing it on thursday or wednesday every week and every week i laugh at you in our in our private group chat like saying why are you writing it and you go i don't want to write it later and then something happens where one of your core plays gets ruled out and you have to redo the section every time and every time i get a smile the lock of the week to be ruled out that week is the first guy i write my article there's no question Every week. You're batting like 90% on the season. It's amazing. If I like a guy, he's getting COVID by by Saturday. I am the damn Midas touch, but the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's been pretty impressive. Um, All right. We've delayed the running back draft long enough. Uh, Congratulations. You are dormy. You cannot lose. Uh, I need to win the four remaining weeks to draw even. Not looking great, um, especially because you have the first pick this week, and you now know Christian McCaffrey's ruled out. So um, this is going to be a little bit easier for you. Yeah, Derrick Henry is my first pick. Yeah, he's going to crush after screwing me over last week. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, wasn't the, didn't they play the Jaguars earlier this year? I, I haven't game log watched this one yet. Um, 
DraftKings game log versus Jaguars. Thank you, StatMuse. But I'm not if I'm not mistaken, this is the second time this year. Yeah, and earlier this year was that game where he was like minus two fifty to score. Uh, his rushing over under was something like one twenty, and uh, he had eighty four yards and nothing. But I just don't see a scenario in which uh, he's going to get fifty carries in a season against this Jaguars. Something in one of those games, I just don't buy it. So Derrick Henry, the clear number one for me with no Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, um, pretty tough for me to disagree with you there. Um, certainly, probably where I would have gone had I had the first pick, but I knew I wasn't going to have it, so I, I, I kind of just penciled him in, and then I kind of moved on to what am I going to do? Um, you know, there's, there's definitely some options here. Um, there are, I, I think, three backs in consideration in this tier um and the question simply now is you know who, who am i going to prioritize um this is tough for me uh but i think i'm going to go ahead and take aaron jones again he didn't have the three touchdown week really did bail himself out with that long touchdown run at the end of the game um, this is a Lions team. They, they, Devontae Adams can definitely score three touchdowns again passing. Like I, I, I totally get that. But it also Aaron Jones can, can you can run on Detroit too. So um, I'm gonna go there. And then this is tough because I, I hate giving you this player back, but I think I have to. Um, you know the, the Seattle Seahawks are 14 point favorites against the Jets. Carson got his job back. You know, I, I, I guess I could take a risk on another situation, but I think I'm going to go Chris Carson here. Um, go ahead and just take the, the, the back in the 14-point favor. Carlos Hyde was pretty limited last week. You know, counting on two touchdowns here, but Russell Wilson hasn't been Russell Wilson lately, so let's hope for some Chris Carson rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I think this is pretty easy for me. There's a two-man tier in terms of raw projection. Um, I'll just go on record that I don't like James Robinson, who could be the third guy in this tier, but uh, I have some numbers that suggest that this Titans defense has actually been pretty decent against the rush at the past where you want to get them. So I'll go Dalvin Cook in one of the toughest possible matchups against Tampa Bay. I know, uh, you know, Daily Fantasy priced at 9400 on DraftKings Probably won't have too much of him at that price tag, but then again, uh, there is no Alexander Madison again, so we expect him to get a bunch of touches, and I do think defense is often overrated. And then Austin Eckler is yeah, the other I don't know how I, just, I, I somehow skipped Austin Eckler on my list. That was, <laughs> that was dumb. I yeah, was just I looking mean, at my list, and I was like, wait a minute, why didn't you say Austin Eckler? Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Atlanta, I mean, they're a tough team against running backs, especially in the run game, but where they're susceptible is they'll sit back and uh, allow guys to rack up the catches. So if I'm getting the DK scoring system, I'm I'm happy with those two for sure. Yeah, I had Austin Eckler second on my list, and then I didn't read my list. Great, good job. <laughs> the whole point of, building, of making a list is so I don't forget someone that immediately can't read a list. Okay, well, that's great. I'm already dormy, and I can't read my own list. That's a good start. Um, well, considering I just handed you a top play for basically no reason. Um... I guess at this point we will go with, huh, there's a couple of interesting options here. Uh, let's go with, let's go with Nick Chubb. 
You know, uh, Cleveland looked good running the football here. Baltimore's run defense was pretty shaky on Tuesday night um, against the Dallas Cowboys, who really haven't run the ball a whole lot here. Um, you mentioned it's going to be a win game, and that's great. That means more Nick Chubb on the ground. So, you know, especially because I gave you Austin Eckler, I'm going to kind of have to shoot for some ceiling here. So let's take Nick Chubb. And then for my final pick, you know, I, I, I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara against this Eagles team. I, I know it's not the highest total in the world here, but um, Lat Murray's limited. He actually might miss. And if he misses Kamara getting all the work against Philly, I, I just can't pass on that. So I'll take Alvin Kamara here. Yeah, I feel like the field would take James Robinson here. I just don't want a whole lot to do with him this week. I, I, I was, I've been, I tried. I left them every time for you. I know. I just, I, I don't think I'm going to go there again, especially his daily fantasy costs still way up there. Uh, I just prefer other backs, and I've got this guy projected similarly, but he came through for me last week. I'm going back to him, David Montgomery, uh, against this Houston team. Don't really feel a lot of feelings about this Houston team in, in a lot of ways. They're a defense that you could beat with the pass, and David Montgomery, low-key, has been involved in the passing game, got there on the ground last week, which was a nice surprise. I thought that I would need every bit of those five targets that we talked about in last week's running back draft to get a good game out of, you know, Montgomery and didn't need it. But again, I talked about the DVOA there and then 26 DVOA uh, on the ground. I think it's just a, a good dual threat sort of matchup for Montgomery. So I'm okay going back there. And now for my backup, I think I'm going to have a little fun with this. And I'm going to go Wayne Gallman Jr., um, oh, against Arizona. The guy has been their go-to in the red zone. Uh, the guy scores basically every week. I, I don't really feel you know, that Arizona defense is anything special. They're about league average against the run. And uh, with Colt McCoy, I feel like they, they have to establish the run basically any given week. I have them as one of the more uh, run-happy teams. I think you know with a, a less than a three-point spread, this game could be closer than people think be, just because the defense is good. So I do like Gallman. That's where I'm going. All right. You know what? As my backup here, if I lose one of these other guys, I'm already in such a big hole. I'm just going to have to take the talent of James Robinson here. I, I, as you mentioned, <laughs> I want absolutely no part of him. This is just a game theory perspective where if I lose one of my guys, I'm already in a big enough hole. I just have to shoot for ceiling here. Don't yeah. want this spot. Can't imagine I roster my daily fantasy, as you mentioned. But I think just given the format of the game here, I, I, I got to lock him as an alternate. And if something goes wrong between now and Sunday, I just got to give myself some ceiling. Yeah, I, I agree with that theory. Okay. I, I think Giovanni Bernard has ceiling just to like talk about another back. But I just don't know what to make of the recent workload. I mean, the Cowboys are... I kind of feel like Dallas is going to just run over Cincy in that game. It's certainly possible, but... It, I, I just, just... That was it's my funny. first read in that game. was like, ooh, really interesting spot for Dallas to kind of just really... I mean, weather could be an issue, as you mentioned. It could be a weather. But right. if the weather was okay, I kind of was like, you know, Dallas could just have one of those monster games. It's Andy Dalton revenge, I mean. That is true. On, on that paper, it, it kind of looked like a nice air and out spot, but... Yeah, I got to check on the weather there. Um, did you see the tweet I sent out earlier this week, by the way? Which one? 
The one about the if you could have any five quarterbacks not named Patrick Mahomes for the next seven years, including college players, who would you take? Hmm. I did not see that. Yeah, so I tweeted this out on Monday night as Josh Allen was once again just completely dominating souls. Um, and uh, so, you know, I, I, the list was kind of, everyone's list was kind of what I figured it would be. It was, you know, Allen, Dak, Lawrence, Russell Wilson, and Deshaun Watson in some order. You know, there definitely were some that had one or guys out or another one that didn't have Burrow because the knee and whatever. I want to, I want to take this opportunity to talk about how overrated Deshaun Watson is. Um, really, I'm sorry, overrated. but I, he would he would not be in, even in my top five, and he was leading people's lists. I, I don't get it. What has Deshaun Watson shown people that makes him think he's a winning quarterback? I don't get it. Like, as much as you want to bitch about Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien's problem wasn't developing a good... Like, they had good offense. They had good talent. They had Hopkins. They had Fuller. They had a good running game. Like, I'm sorry, but at some point... Like, what's Deshaun Watson overachieved in his life? What's the one game where Deshaun... You're like, wow, Deshaun Watson won that game for us. Like, he beats up on the bad teams, and he gets his ass kicked by anyone who's better than him. Like, I'm sorry, but you don't get to be the top quarterback for the next seven years other than Patrick Mahomes with that sort of resume. He's like 26 and 25 against the spread. Like, he looks nice. He makes some nice plays. He runs, but he doesn't win games. He's not changing the Houston franchise's outlook. Like, I'm sorry. He's just not that good. I will say it is a little shocking just, like, looking back at last year's numbers, which seems like a million years ago because of COVID. But looking at last year's numbers was the season he had both Hopkins and Laramie Tunsil, and he had the worst quarterback rating of his career. I, I for some reason, remembered it differently, but that's why you look at the stats. And uh, that does shock me a little bit because I wanted to make the argument that, like, look, he hasn't had both the left tackle and the number one receiver at the same time, but that argument doesn't even hold weight. But, like, good quarterbacks, like, can overperform their talent level. Like, I just, what has he done to let, like, makes you think that he's like, I, I just, to me, like, I, you know, like, he just got, like, last year in the regular season, you know, lost at New Orleans, lost to Carolina, lost at the Colts, um, lost at Baltimore. Um, they did beat Kansas City, but that was without Mahomes. Like, I, I just, to me, he just is, like, he's above average. He's nice, but. Like, I'm taking, you know, jo like Josh Allen, for example, right? There literally was a DFS guy who tweeted Cole Beasley about never, never should be getting able to get red zone targets because he was so bad at him, right? Oh, that was hilarious. And now Josh Allen has made Cole Beasley like one of the best red zone weapons in the NFL. Like, Josh Allen has raised the level of the players around him. He's got Stephon Diggs. John Brown's been out all year. His number two is Cole Beasley. His number three is Gabriel Davis, a fifth rounder out of UCF, who, don't get me wrong, was fantastic in college football, but he's not, like, this elite receiver yet. And he's making them good. Like, why would you take Watson, who can't even make Will Fuller and Hopkins, like, number one, number one overall receivers, and... I just, to me, I feel like Watson gets a lot of love because of what he did at Clemson and not because he's what he's done in the league. Uh, I think he's good. I would tend to agree. I, mean, I think he's good. 
But is he like again next seven years? Any quarterback not named Mahomes, you taking him number one? Probably not taking him number one. No. I'm not either. I'm taking Allen, Dak, Trevor Lawrence, Russell Wilson, and then I, I, I Burrow would have been fourth if I thought he could recover from the knee. But that knee looks pretty serious. It looks Teddy Bridgewater esque, so I can't put him in the top five. The question is, if Watson had that talent that the Cowboys have, how would you feel about him? I think but, but, I might but, feel but, differently, but, but, but what is that different than the talent they had last year? Yeah, they did. I'm, again, last year is the is the one that I think differentiates him from the reason he's not number one, in my opinion, is looking at last year. Lowest yards per attempt, uh, his touchdown rate was the second lowest of his career. QB rating lowest of his career. And again, this was with the the full allotment of talent that you're that you're referring to. So yeah, I think Dak would be higher on my list. Like you know, and his playoff record, like he's got a win against Buffalo. Like, does anyone remember how bad that game was? I do. I was in Vegas that weekend, and that was one of the most painful games I have ever watched. Like, you know, he's got one playoff win, and that's it. And it's like a lot of confidence in a guy you know that's a lot of confidence um i i just personally to me it feels like a situation where i mean i would even take a guy this is a hot take i fully acknowledge it but like i would take trey lance over deshaun watson and i understand lance could bust but lance is josh allen with built-in accuracy like from the start like guy had 42 touchdowns last year and zero interceptions i get it you know it's fbs but everyone forgets like carson wentz was like a bat like trey lance is a way better prospect than carson wentz ever was carson wentz's career didn't like carson wentz didn't just regress he regressed because of the back injury he broke his back and you go back and look at every quarterback that breaks their lower back and they're done tony romo you can go back just look when you break your lower back you're done you're just done you're done and everyone everyone's like oh no no he'll be fine he's young no he's not fine broken backs you're done and so people are gonna be like oh you know carson wentz was terrible and yeah look i'm a carson wentz hater myself but trey lance is gonna be good so uh, whatever people are going you can't take him yet whatever that's fine you all can have zach wilson and justin fields I'll take Trey Lance. I, that that's the guy for me. Uh, I, did, I Herbert's the one that you probably should be like. You should have him on the list. I'm still just like gung shy to have him on the list because I saw how bad he was at Oregon and I'm still confused about like how he got good all of a sudden. I defer to you when it comes to college football. The only college football I watch is IU and uh, IU's Michael Penix. Yeah, Michael Penix Jr. Uh, Where does he rank on the list? That's all I care about. Yeah, he's like. 15th or 16th any, any <laughs> tour, like any towards acl again too so yeah weird. yeah um but yeah I, I just wanted to i just to me i just think people are way overrating deshaun watson and you know I, look he's gonna beat up on some bad team and people in my timeline like oh look he had 400 passing yards against the browns oh my god deshaun watson like he's done that his whole career like I, i'm not saying he hasn't put up nice numbers against bad teams you know, like last year he put oh, up can 126 I get, can passing I... yards against the Atlanta Falcons, and Will Fuller had 217 receiving yards, and that's all great and dandy. But against the good teams, he's just been bad. Can I give my official list? Let's go. Let's get the official list in. 
Kyler Murray, one. Dak, two. I think Deshaun Watson is three. You're taking Deshaun Watson over Josh Allen. That's, man, that's close. I think that I think, close? Two, I think the two of them is uh, is close. I, I your argument holds weight. That's this year. Is it going to hold long term? It's. I think it's a toss up between those two. Talk about a, a guy who finally got a number one receiver. He gets Stephon Diggs, and then he's like turns into God overnight. Okay, because I buy your argument. I'll go Josh Allen three, Watson four, and then five. I don't know. Is Russell Wilson going to be around that long? Yeah, I think, I think Russell Wilson will be in the top five at the bottom. Half. Okay, I think so he'll be thirty nine. That last year, I think that's. I think that's that's my official list off the top of my head. If if you guys want to yell at me on Twitter for that, go ahead. Um, I'm willing to rethink it, but that's with ten minutes of thinking. Yeah. So, all right, that was fun. Was, I, I I I just felt like people were gonna be like you. The amount of talk. I mean, it's I had 110 replies, 56 retweets. So it was something I, I figured we should probably mention since it was football related. Yeah, no, it's a it's a fun argument to have. I wish yeah. I I knew that we were going to talk, but I would have. I, I should have. I, I thought you had seen it. I, I should have mentioned it earlier. That's my fault. No, like, I drove to Michigan this week, or else I probably would have. Yeah, that's you and you really are knocking out those Michigan chips, man. You're knocking them all <laughs> out during COVID. It's knocking out of the way. So, you know, you know it's not going to work, right? Next time she wants to go to Michigan, you'll be like, but we went to Michigan five times during the pandemic and it won't matter one bit. Oh, there's no question, but I'm acting like it does. Fair enough. I, I, have a hard, I can't disagree <laughs> with you on that. So, all right, let's talk about some games. Um, I haven't actually posted this, the contest spreads on our sheet yet because while I waited till Thursday night last week and it worked out well for us, so I'm being superstitious and doing it again. Four and one for us last week. Good start to quarter number five. Fucking yes. Pittsburgh Steelers. We finally trust those fuckers, and they completely no show. And they're the frauds. They are who we thought they were. At least for me, the Steelers no, are exactly I, who I, I thought they were. I think you and I were might have been the only two who weren't on that last week. I don't. I think I even put it on the list, but I, I I knew better. I just was trying to make Rob happy, and that was a mistake. Let's see. I mean, again, I did. I, I know I did because I switched off something to. I wanted to make the numbers even, and I didn't really want to talk about it on Friday. I wasn't feeling great, and it was like if like it was all like a like a it would have been like a three way tie. And I was like, oh, if I just switch to Pittsburgh, this will be fine. So I switched. Yeah, to I was the only one of the group not on Pittsburgh. Yeah, I wasn't really on them. I shouldn't have just. I just did it to. I didn't want to have to deal with a fight on Friday night. I was so I was so out of it. I wanted to like just punch a wall. Um, we we did get our five though. You and I. I don't think we've ever been five on the same team, and it hit. Colts minus three and a half. Oh yeah, oh, the unison baby. Good job, Deshaun Watson. Once again, way to perform <laughs> great against a winning football team. Good job, buddy. Yep. You know who yeah. I really you like. You guys are all right about the Browns too. Talking about one I was just totally wrong on. That was you know. And the Pats. Like the Pats. I, I was yeah. just gung ho about the Pats. The Pats were. Pats were a good pick. The Bills were a good pick. Good week for me. Good good week for me in the high conviction picks. So we'll take yep. four and one heading into this week. Um, it's good to see. Um, obviously, uh, we'll have to definitely keep that up here through this final quarter if we want to uh, get some money. So that's good. But uh, let me pull up the lines real quick. I had them up and then I moved on to Twitter. So um, uh, the, the game tonight, we're not going to do, obviously, Rams minus four and a half against the Pats. I think if you were betting this game, you would just be betting the Patriots money line. 
I, I just I, either you think the Patriots are just the better team, or this game's going to be a one score game, and you really can't bet it any other way. Tend to agree. I don't. I don't really have too many hot takes on this. I mean, Healy and I were struggling to find player props, which I, I, I found one. And I, it was, I didn't want to do a show for one pick. Right. I, I found one, and I assume it's the one you probably found too. Golf under. No, I I had the cup over, and I yesterday because there were only touchdown props. I did acres to score, but I'm even like lukewarm on that now, knowing that Henderson sat a bunch of the last game with an injury. It was it's a tough game. Yeah, I I I like the Jared Goff under two seventy yards. I I do like Cup to get to sixty one receiving yards though. Yeah, I just don't think Robert Woods is going to have a game at all. I yeah. I just well that's we, why we've just seen that Jared Goff against the Patriots has been a disaster. And they're the team that got to stay in L A. to boot too. Like they're the team that got to just chill in L A. and the Rams had to fly back after the game. Weird spot where like the Pats literally didn't have to do anything. It's going to go back to the hotel. Right. Yeah. One of those weird spots where you think, like, oh, the home team has the rest advantage, and actually, no, the Pats do. Um, yeah, I, I have no feel for this game. I kind of have a feeling the Pats come out and just dominate, but I, I don't know if I want to put any of my hard-earned money on that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Packers, eight-point favorites against the Lions. Stop me if there's one that just, like, really pops off to you. Titans minus seven and a half against the Jags. Cowboys minus three and a half at the Bengals. No, I, I, I think I like the Cowboys in that spot. But that's going to be a weather game. I'm going to have to probably hold off on it. But I, that's one I do right. like off the top of my head. I, well, I, I'll give you the one that I like off the top of my head. All right, go. It's, it's more of a team total than this game line. I got to decide. But I really, really like the Buccaneers this week. Yeah, me too. I, um, I, why, why, are we, why are we giving the Vikings any credit for beating shit teams at home? Barely. And here's what I saw with Tom Brady. Is Brady so off the bye at home? Off the bye, where he struggled is downfield, but he has still been attempting a ton of downfield passes. He just had a three-week stretch where he was 0 for 20 um, for passes 20-plus yards. But the worst team I saw that the Buccaneers have played an explosive pass play rate, I think is 22nd, and that was the Chicago Bears, who you don't even really think of as a team that you can take the defense up, the top off. This Cowboys, or sorry, this Vikings team is 29th. So I really like Tom Brady to actually be able to throw down field this week, which means I like Mike Evans this week, which means I think you that opens up. You saw him today, right? I, of course, because I like him. And did you, did you start course. writing him up yet? Uh, I did write him up, yes. Oh, what actually. a shocker. Well, oh, my God. I've written up – okay, so I literally wrote up three players, so you can expect Miles Gaskin to sit uh, because that was the third player. McCaffrey, Mike Evans, and Gaskin are the three. But, okay, let's assume Evans plays. I think that opens up the entire offense. If he doesn't play, I think I take a little bit of a step back, but I still think that they're a good team here. I, I like the over – I got to look at it, but I assume you're getting about over 29 team total points. I think they get to the 30s this week. Yeah, let's, let's see here. Uh, it is going to be 25 and a quarter plus three and a quarter. So, yeah, like right around 29. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I It's actually really been a little under that. Um, I, I, I like Tampa Bay to win this game pretty handily. Uh, I'm with you. I, I like Tampa on this spot. Um, this is definitely one I was going to talk about. I, I, I don't like the Vikings. I've been down on the Vikings all season. 
I don't think they're as good as people think they are. They've played some bad teams. I think we're getting a little bit of a nice number here. Um, getting the right side of the hook, I think, is fantastic. I I think I'd even take it if it was a 7.5, um, but it, I feel a little more queasy about it. But getting the right side of the hook, I, I, I like the Bucks here. Uh, I'm with you on this one. Um, another game that I... I, I I don't know. I'm scared because I've gone against this team one time and it ended just horrifically for us. Although it was the right side, things just went the wrong way against this. I really want to take the Chiefs minus seven against the Dolphins. Um, I, yeah, I, know I think I, I do one too. Of the biggest Dolphins supporters in the world. But this isn't this. This is a lot. This is an inflated number on the Dolphins. Um, like yeah, how it's... on God's green earth are the Dolphins going to stay within seven points of this Chiefs offense? Tua's just not ready for that yet. Exactly. And, like, it's been the defense that's been, like, a lock for turnovers. But Mahomes, <laughs> I don't think he's turned the ball over so easily like uh, some of these teams that they've faced. So if you're relying on the defense to turn the ball over to keep Miami in this game, good luck. That's also my problem with Gaskin is I just think we're going to have to be throwing the whole damn time. Like, I, I think they're going to be down from the jump. It's just gonna be. I, yeah. I, I like this spot a lot for the Chiefs. Um, you know, per per my normal DFS article, stacked Chiefs will be highly ranked in the article. I, I haven't looked at any ownership numbers. It's unfortunate. I think people finally caught on to just stack the Chiefs every week. It, it took them most of the season, but uh, I think they finally have caught on. I don't think they'll be low on this week. No, I don't either. But uh, hey, you actually twelve week stretch for me. Where you I have to stack them every week. You have the Seahawks with a higher number. You have the Packers. Buccaneers. You have the Packers. So it might not be as crazy as you think. That being said, I played Mahomes once this year thinking it was going to be like 10% and it was 24 in high stakes. Yeah, that's because you played high stakes yeah. instead of just uh, playing the tournaments where people suck. But Right. You know, these numbers are these early numbers aren't so bad. Mahomes 10% on FanDuel at quarterback and uh, Tyreek only at 15%. Here we go. By the way, I think I oh, hopefully I actually really like Kelsey more than Tyreek this week, so. But Kelsey's only 18.5%. Tell you right yeah. now, Kelsey's under 20% on lock button. I mean, just straight up lock buttoning. I will certainly have a lot of him this week almost regardless just looking at what oh, else is that going matchup on. Matchup against the Dolphins is just so dreamy. Can I talk you into the Chargers this week with Julio Jones not practicing for the second straight day? The Chargers just... suck. Get over it. Two and a half point what dogs is your at home. You like with losing Atlanta. money? I like going against Atlanta when there's no Julio Jones on well, the road. Here, tell you what. When was the last time that the Chargers have covered the spread? I would guess it's been a while. It has been a while. I think this will be the next time. I think you said you that really... like four times since then. <laughs> no, to be fair, I jumped off him for at least two weeks. You said the, you liked him against the Broncos. You liked Let's him see. against the Raiders. Then you liked him against the Dolphins. Then you said the Jets was absolutely the slam dunk spot. Hold and on. Then you finally I, I, gave up. Yeah. Week 13, I was against them in Circa. Yes, you Chargers. were. You were against them against the Patriots. Week 12, I was against them as well. You were in indeed. But. I'm just saying, for the six weeks you've been on this team, and they didn't cover. Oh, I'm not saying I have a good record with them. That's not my argument this year. I, I just uh, – the Chargers suck. That that 45-0 loss might have just been, like, the beginning of the end. I think they I think they have bounce-back potential this week. I think this is a good defense. Uh, 
to face. That's you know funnel to the pass since their their running game is more yeah, of a passing game. Anyway, the Falcons just throw it all over their ass. They don't. They haven't been that impressive without Jones. I mean, like they haven't really thrown it over anyone's ass unless they're full go with the whole offense. You know, healthy and active, and that's just not the case without Julio. It, offense always looks different without him, especially when they're on the road. So okay, so they 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 they've stuck twice in the last three weeks against the Saints, but like that's the Saints. I think we're over. I think you're overreacting here. Like in the week in between, they put up forty three against the Raiders. That was the week Julio was active. Okay, but it's also was the week they weren't playing the Saints. Okay, let's see. Is he only missed two games this year? Because Falcons points per game with without Julio Jones. There, he has not played three games, and I guess they've a, they have averaged more points per game without him. So maybe there's a bit of an overreaction. Yeah, uh, you're not getting me on the Chargers. Uh, just no. Nope. I'm trying. Not now. Not ever. I've been uber. I've been uber consistent on this, and it's been what. The Chargers are like the one team that I have just been consistently just like, just don't pick them. They suck. And uh, it, it, I have been just get them a coach. If if they had a different coach this year, their win loss record. Sure, if they had a different coach, maybe I'd back them. I know it's but their so coach is literally worth like five points against the spread. He's I couldn't bad. agree more. I couldn't agree more. But I think this is a good spot for them. Yeah, I. I Listening to Ricky about the Chargers is like listening to me when it comes to, like, chilies. You're not getting objective <laughs> content here. Um, oh, God, I have to find, we have to find five games, though, huh? What's up with the Bears? They, they were not going to practice, and then they practiced? Like, I assume that just was a false negative then? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Oh, do we have that confirmation that it was a false negative or false positive? I thought I saw that. So, like, I'm actually in one of my season-long leagues. I'm, I'm choosing between starting Mitchell Trubisky and Jared Goff. I want to start Mitchell Trubisky, but obviously COVID was Oh, going okay. To... So, here's what happened. There were no close contacts. There was a confirmed positive test, but it was just a punt returner. Oh, uh, punt returner? Yeah, so... Literally a punt returner? Yeah. Uh, talk about a guy that literally is no ever, never near anyone on the field. Exactly. <laughs> that's... That's... <laughs> That's actually pretty funny, I have to admit. <laughs> a punt returner. Uh, well, he caught that ball. All right, sorry. That was terrible. <laughs> um, what do you think of San Francisco? Washington coming off a win against Steelers. People want to back them, and San Francisco's the three-point home favorite. Here's my problem. Why can't Washington just run the same game plan that the Bills did and just spread them out? Use McKissick as the short guy. Use Logan Thomas over the middle, and use McLaurin as the deep guy. I, I, I it's weird to say this, but I kind of think the football team can kind of just copy and paste the Bills' game plan. I, and with no Gibson, I, they're not even going to try to run. I don't disagree. My first instinct when I looked at this line is, why does Washington feel trappy? I thought for some reason coming off a win like that, I thought this line was going to be closer to a pickup. This this game screams over to me. Forty three and a half. I think this game's going to fly over. Yes, I I will be on the over this week. I I think I I might go put that in the bet pack now. So I agree with you there. Yeah, I, that's 
There's going to be a lot of passing attempts in that game. I mean, the only way that game stays under is if both teams try to run. But I, I just can't imagine that both any either one of those teams tries to run. San Fran might, I guess. But, again, that's not being played in San Fran. It's being played in the Dome in, in Arizona, which is just, like, even better for the track meet. So. Yeah, I mean, Niners calling, like, 62 plays per game this year. Just to give you uh, a comparison, that's like almost identical to Green Bay, which you wouldn't think. I guess Green Bay is, you know, a very... Ricky, did you just uh, step away from your microphone or something? No. Did it get unplugged? No, you just went a little quieter than even normal. Oh. Might have been unplugged for a second. Okay. All right, yeah, because you're just... I'm looking at the volume levels, and you're coming in even a little bit lower than you normally do, so... Okay. I I try to lower myself, but... uh... I'm a loud talker by nature. Can, so. can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I just, it just okay. looks like that you're going to be softer than me again, and I've been trying to avoid that. But oh well. Yeah, but all, all I was saying is, looking at it, 49ers and Redskins back to back in plays called per game. They're they're actually above average, both of them. Yeah, I I, I really like that over. Um, it's actually a DFS game. I'm probably going to have a bunch of interest in, to be honest. Um, yeah, McKissick is is going to be a building block. Yeah, McKissick. I, I like Logan Thomas. If I don't play Kelsey, I think I think those targets are for real. Um, with no Gibson running the ball, yep. I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna run Peyton Barber on me, right? I really hope not. I mean, they didn't against the Steelers, basically, which was a really good sign that they wouldn't in the future. Let me look at the box score though, because I was watching that on. A, a stream so let me make sure i'm not crazy yeah i mean he they did a t- try to run him but 14 carries for 23 yards i, I think they he only played I, gibson got hurt really early it was like three or four plays into the yeah. game and barber 14 carries points. for 23 yards yeah he only played 33 percent of the snaps mckissick over 73 yeah i just yeah i i i, I let that over um a fair amount what other game we're gonna need some more sides here um Boy, are you anti Tennessee again? Talk me into Jacksonville because I want to be anti Tennessee. I, I, I like the hook, uh, getting the right side of the hook here. I mean, I just think Jacksonville's gonna be able to throw the football. Um, you know, Mike Lennon is not afraid to air it out. Mike Lennon's looked good, um, or good enough, I, I guess I should probably say. Um, you know, this is a team that's put up points in. Uh, you know, his two starts, 25 and 24. Um, the defense has looked solid this year. You know, it's funny. Like, we think the Jaguars are this terrible defense. They've conceded 27, 27, 27, 24, 27 in their last five games. Um, so it's not like this defense is just getting obliterated. And by the way, those aren't, those weren't like terrible offenses I listed too. Texans, Green Bay, Packers, Steelers, Browns, and Vikings. Like, that's a solid group of offensive teams that they have basically neutralized the last five weeks. Um, so again, I could kind of see 27, 24. Uh, I, I could definitely see that type of game and uh, that's well within the number. So yeah, I, I, I kind of have interest uh, once again in, in the Jacksonville Jaguars. I do. Yeah, I, I can buy it. I, I want to go anti-Tennessee just because I don't trust the defense at all. I don't trust the defense either. and It's the pass defense that's been the problem. And man, you, have, you haven't had to tell Jacksonville twice to throw the ball these last few weeks, and it's been working fine. 
I feel like we should have talked about this one because I know your take here. What about the Saints? Couldn't this be the the same setup against like Justin Herbert last week, where it's just a good defense against an inexperienced quarterback? And Miles Sanders scared the shit out of me today. Did he? Yeah, he scared the shit out of me when he's like, the the read option shit's working. Uh, I'm afraid we're getting a whole new offense. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I was def- If we had recorded this show yesterday, I would have been like, Saints. Saints, Saints. Saints, Saints, Saints. And then that Miles Sanders quote came out today, and I got scared really quick. Uh, because, you know, as much as we fun- make fun of Rappaport for being always wrong, like, what if he's not wrong? What if they have been installing stuff now for three weeks? Like, what if we are getting, like, an offense that they've been setting up for three weeks and no one has tape on? You know? It's possible. I... I tend to lean towards anti And also, I don't really want to be laying six and a half with fucking Taysom Hill. There's that problem, too. That That is an issue. Yeah, not great. I kind of want to ride the Colts. You want to ride the Colts again? Minus two and a half at the Raiders? Yes, I do. I, the, I, is, I, is I Rivers back to practicing? Team. I just want to keep riding them. Is Philip Rivers back to practicing? Because he didn't start the week. And I'll tell you why I'm a little behind. Uh, I've been setting up projections for preseason, so go to EliteFantasy.com and uh, check out. I'll be in the NBA chat tomorrow. Uh, there will be preseason content. EliteFantasy.com slash holidays. Get yourself eligible to sign up. We get, we're giving you a, a ton of stuff. Um, you get our cheap price, which I got to be honest, we're going to kill NBA. Like, we're going to kill NBA. I, I just, I know how we all think and how we all play NBA. It's going to work. Like, there might be, like, a two-week learning curve. And then we're going to figure it out, and we're just going to be a rocket ship season. Well, all I can tell you is I have a sheet with all the information that we've gotten so far for Friday's slate. And uh, we should be way ahead of the curve. So I, I don't think – I don't That's even good. know if when, be... when do I get my copy of the sheet? Oh, I'll send you a link um, after this. And, it, you know, basically, and basically, if you're a sub, I mean, you will get the breakdown at Elite Fantasy. So you won't even need access to the sheet – it, all the stuff from the sheet will be put onto paper, sort of thing. Yeah, I just like having sheets. But that's uh, is especially because I got three monitors and I like to use them all and make it look like that I'm like really working super hard. You know, I got three monitors <laughs> worth of stuff. Um, so yeah, that that will be perfect. I, I like the yeah. Um, you know, and, and this podcast of course is brought to you by Elite Fantasy. But we're gonna crush NBA. God, I'm so excited. God, I'm so excited. NBA's here. I'm excited. NBA is here. I know. Just, it's so weird for me. Like I got like a lot of season long sweats in football, and it's like gotta. I'm just trying to ramp up for the same time for NBA. You know, like looking at my value guys, and uh, I'm looking at you, Kelvin Johnson. When you come back, he's gonna have a monster season. Um, Cam Johnson too in Phoenix. I really like. You do know we're in a league together. Just reminding you. Oh yeah, that is right. We are in a league together. (laughs) No, it's it's fine. It's not like I've never heard of either of those players. Forgot about that. That's okay. <laughs> I, I will say, uh, my the team I took over did not leave me in great shape. He did leave me a value on Pascal Siakam, though. So I will say that. Yes, now. he did. That will be nice. Yeah, I looked at the price at the prices of some of the other stars, and I was like, ooh, I get Pascal Siakam for forty three bucks. We'll, we'll take that. Uh, so yeah, we'll, you, you can count that as me officially locking him in as a keeper now um, at forty three dollars. Uh, I'll, I'll do it on the site too, but. Um, God, I'm so excited for NBA. 
What is that draft again? It's a week from Sunday, right? A week from Sunday. God, it's almost here, man. God, I'm so excited. Uh, I know it's a football show, but it's going to turn into a basketball show as soon as football season ends. Tight that right now. I can already give you a breakdown of this first slate, and we have, but the problem is there's more info coming in. So again, elite fantasy. Uh, we're we're ahead of the curve here. Oh. You'll, Siege will look at my sheet and you'll you'll be impressed how much I've already got on this. This is exciting. Yeah, because I, I I actually was asking Ken the other day, like, oh, just give me a heads up on what day I am, so I know kind of like what teams to be looking for, in terms of news. Um, to, you know, because it's not just out there. Like you have to search it, you have to find it. Um, yep. Yeah, you get ahead, and it helps that you know sometimes, especially if the Celtics are on it. Anytime the Celtics are on a slate, I got some really nice beat reporters that will absolutely answer me answer questions in DMs, and most importantly, not then just tweet it out. There's nothing worse than when you ask a reporter a question that you're in good relations with, but they give you an answer, and then five minutes later they tweet it out for everyone. I'm just like, what was the point? I'll be sliding the DMs then. What was the point? Exactly. You're just going to tell the world. <sighs> and sometimes it's stuff that I that's not out there either, and it's like, oh, come on. Like, there was nothing out there. Uh, I can't, I'm not going to out the reporter either by telling the team name, but there was a guy who clearly had gotten hurt the, the game before. It was a back-to-back. Clearly it twisted his ankle in the final play. Clearly. And clearly was going to be out. And there was no mention it on a single injury report. Anywhere. Anywhere. I mean, anywhere. <laughs> so like an hour before lock, I slide in this guy's DMs and I was like, hey, you know, are you traveling with the team? He's like, yeah, I'm on the road trip with the team. And I was like, have you seen him in the locker room today? And the guy's like, no, not, not at all. And I was like, perfect. Thanks. Appreciate it. And I guess I might have just set off his alarm bells because then 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, it's... You know, oh, player's been ruled out. He's not even with the team today. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I think I know the team you're talking about. It's possible. I, I, it, it was a pretty descript situation. It, it, there's only a couple of times that that happened last year. So I, I kind of did it am, down a bit. But. Am I near their uh, home facility? You are not. No, okay. you are not. So no, it's, it's not, not the, the situation thinking. I'm thinking of. No, okay. um, so no. No, this team is out a little farther west than that. Um, Got it. But, yeah, that, that NBA stuff is just, oh, I love it. I can't wait. You've got me all riled up now. <sighs> God, I'm so excited. All right, yeah. which guess we could probably get back to football, huh? We can. I'm I'm happy to talk NBA if you want to if you want to pivot. <laughs> uh, this is true. I, I mean, you don't really have to ask me twice to talk about NBA. Let's try to find one more game. I'll give you something for NBA while you're looking. Uh, the Bulls starters not expected to play in the second half on Friday. That's just a little bit of uh, what we got so far. I would be surprised if any starters played in the second half. Uh, we might have teams where we're so Oh, good. yeah. I, I, I don't know what teams are on the slate. Like the, nah, nah, just, the teams, for example, that weren't in the bubble, I suspect they're probably some of the ones that would. Correct. Uh... Correct. The Lakers have already ruled out Anthony Davis and LeBron James. If you're taking Anthony James and LeBron James, if you're taking LeBron James or Anthony Davis in your season-long leagues, you're doing it wrong. Straight up doing it wrong. I'm telling you now, straight up doing it wrong. Those guys will be lucky if they play 60 games this season. Lucky. Tell me, like there is, no, I, I, I would set the over/under at 60 and a half and be thrilled to take the under. Thrilled. Yeah. 
I'm I'm petrified of some guys sitting this year. There's no question. Oh, it's just all those stars on teams that know they're going to make it, like Anthony Davis, LeBron James, um, Giannis, for example, um, Paul George. Uh, by the way, got a brand new contract as soon as he got Doc Rivers fired. Kawhi Leonard. Um, I think who else like absolutely knows they're gonna be in. By the way, Jason Tatum could be a sneak, a sneak, a sneaky, sneaky victim of this himself. Um, if the Celtics get off to a hot start too, I, I am a little bit worried about Tatum this year in terms of just like the rest management. Like they're starting with Kemba, be like, oh, Kemba's not gonna show up till January. And I'm like, we did. The Celtics did this last year too, where every star would just magically right in a row, Ricky, one of them would just ha- pick up an injury and be out for two weeks. One after the other. It was really weird. Just consistently, you know, like Jalen Brown would come back, and then, oh, Tatum's out for a couple weeks, and then Gordon Hayward's out for a couple weeks. And it's like, all right, you guys are pretty bad at this. <laughs> yeah, now that you now that you mention it, it, it does seem like that was the case without me knowing it. I mean, I just relied on them to tell me who was in and who was out. But yeah, that you does think, like... it, took, it got me to like the second time that Jalen Brown got ruled out for two weeks. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. This is a little fishy. Because <laughs> it was right after like someone came back. It was like Kayward came back and then like he was out again. I'm like, really? Are we ever going to have the full team? And then it dawned on me that maybe we didn't want to have the full team. Um, God. But, yeah, like, all those stars on teams that are just, like, know they're going to be in the playoffs, like, and that we're in the bubble, they're all going to get rested. So. Now, these teams that are fighting for playoff spots, like Damian Lillard, Trey Young, Luka Doncic probably, even, especially with Porzingis out, like, they're going to play. So, once again, just handing Ricky half more, more of my draft strategy. Ricky, I hope you're taking notes. Oh, I've, if you don't think those were players that I was already on. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, just in terms of like the strategy <laughs> of it. Like, all right, so CJ's not going to be in on any Lakers. He's not going to be in on any Clippers. Uh, well, at least the Stars, so. Oh, boy, I love NBA. Me what too. else can we talk about in the NBA? You've got me. You've got me not wanting to talk any more football. So if you guys are waiting around for football talk, we're done. I just a lot of these games are weather based. Like I'm gonna have to make like the Ravens Browns. I would like to bet the Ravens, but I just gotta know what the weather's gonna look like. Cowboys Bengals similar situation. I'd love to get in on the Cowboys minus three and a half, but I gotta wait in the weather. The only dog that I feel great about. I kind of like the Bears against the Texans too. Like. Really kind of like the Bears against the Texans. And I haven't liked the Bears at all this season. At all. One and a half is just screaming. They're daring you to bet the Texans. And I kind of want to bet the Bears. <laughs> yeah, you just need the defense to have a much better showing this week than last week. It was kind of surprising to see the 400 yards passing and them just keep getting the the top taken off. And as I mentioned, they're actually the bottom 10 of you know, deep passing. Who's going to take off the top? Brandon Cooks? Right. Without Will Fuller, there's certainly less of a threat of that. So from that perspective, I, I mean, I think conceptually it makes sense to go to the Bears. Broncos are probably going to win at the Panthers too, but there's no chance in hell I can actually pick that game. But feel feel it feels like a spot where the Broncos could show up and, and win that football game. 
Drew Locke was not as bad as people thought, by the way, against Kansas City. Drew Locke was getting destroyed on Twitter. And I'm like, did anyone watch the touchdown patches? Cat throws to Tim Patrick with like 0.5 yards of separation. They're all not on the money. No, those don't count. Those are some freaking dimes on the touchdown passes. And he got no credit for it because social media loves to make fun of Drew Locke. I don't know why. Because he dances to hip hop, what else? What else is there to make fun of? It's just like they're like, "Oh, he's terrible." His yards per attempt are terrible. He's got no offensive line. His coaching staff is trash. Vic Fangio is awful. Vic awful. Fangio is not good. God, get get Brian Dable or Eric Bieniemy out there into Denver. They'll be so good. They've got the weapons. Like Cortland Sutton's their best player. Has played like one game this season because of the ACL. It's like. And they have no Not even. Line. He played like half a game. Uh, yeah. If I recall, he didn't make it through a whole game. No, he made it through a whole game. He, he made it through that opening that game. He got hurt in the Pittsburgh game. Uh, well, as someone who drafted him, it just seems like he's been gone all season. Oh, uh, yeah. No, trust me. Cortland Sutton was one of my big stands of the season, as was Drew Locke um, as a quarterback, too. So, And uh, I, I ended up with a lot of Dak and Drew Locke. So now like I'm sitting on these, te- these best balls in the playoffs, and it's like, great. All right, Drew Locke, let's go, baby. Back to work. But it's just tough with that terrible coaching staff. But that's all right. So, all right, we're closing in on an hour. Is there anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? Other than to no. join Elite Fantasy, use EliteFantasy.com slash holidays. Uh, we're gonna crush. You can you can get the best price now, or you can just wait till we crush NBA the first few weeks, and then you'll join and pay more money and not get all the free stuff that you're or get enter a chance to win the free stuff. So, choice is exactly. yours. I personally and, would just do it now. Yeah, and I would uh, not wait because I think you will see from the start that uh, our subs will be more prepared for NBA preseason than probably anyone's, considering how on top of stuff we are. So, if you see elite logos at the top of your games. You know, this weekend, uh, you will have waited too long to sign up for Elite Fantasy. And, and you will see them at the top. So Yes. It, it, like, especially with preseason, like, people will just plug in all the stars and all the names, and it's like, that that, that doesn't work. Like, it, that that doesn't work. So, it'll be fun. God, you got Yeah, do you see Fan, Fan, FanDuel made everyone 100 bucks, so people will definitely just be playing. Oh, yes! Yes! Yeah, FanDuel yes! is fun for preseason. Oh, I love when they do that. Oh, yes. While you have your show tonight, I'm going to be working on these uh, preseason projections. God, so. I do have an NFL show tonight. We do, EliteFantasy.com, NFL, me and Healy talking Thursday Night Football. This game sucks. i got to be honest. I, I'm not looking forward to the show. I love talking <laughs> to Healy. Uh, we, he loves showdown. God help him. God bless his soul. I don't know how the fuck you show down this game. Like, the Pats have, like, three different running backs that control you. One of them's Cam Newton. They have, like, two receivers that catch balls. And good luck get good luck knowing if the Rams are going to even be able to move the ball. We saw in the Super Bowl they couldn't. Uh, and if they can't move the ball again, the Pats are just going to run the ball and punt. We've seen them do that a ton of times this season. So. This game could get ugly, boys. could get ugly. Good time to get to the preseason NBA. Exactly. Couldn't agree more. Alright, for Ricky, I'm CJ. That's it. Week 14 in the books. Or week 13 in the books. Week 14? I think it's 14. It is 14. I had it right the first time. 
Week 14 in the books. We'll see you next week.